Hello, I'm Tina Marie St. Cyr, and welcome to Light Your Life, the podcast. I believe our dreams have energy, calling, and purpose, and that when we move in their direction, our lives become even more joyful, fulfilled, and effortless. This podcast gives you insights to the strategies our guests use to overcome obstacles and manifest their dreams in business, career, relationships, and in life. Listen to find new levels of energy, perspective, and courage. Your journey to light your life begins now. Hello, welcome. It's Tina Marie, and we're going to have another wonderful dive into Sparks of Wisdom today. I'd love to have a chat about the purpose of being alone. And when I say being alone, I do not mean being lonely. It's the act of being alone, being with oneself in the world and finding confidence, security, and connection there, as opposed to the alternate of that would be realizing that we're with people a lot. Now, for the introverts in in the group today, um, you're probably going to go, hey, you're talking my language. I know this. I love this stuff. (laughs) And then there are some that are in between saying, yes, I can be alone, yet is there a craving to be with someone else to feel complete? And then there's the type of person that realizes that the majority of my life is not feeling okay with me or being okay being alone, and I'd rather not. So let's dive in to this understanding that we can be alone on purpose And what does that offer our lives? What does that bring for us? And find the courage to go there, right? So sitting with a friend and asking him, when's the last time that you were alone for two to three days without your family, without your beloved, and you went off for two to three days to be alone with yourself and, you know, contemplate life, inventory what's working, inventory what's not, you know, get your own personal life game plan. And he said, never. I've never done that. And I said, I think it'd be a good thing for you because I'd seen some stresses he was going through. I could hear some strains in his relationships, some places where he wasn't okay with his children and with his business. And I said, what if, what if you were to do that? He goes, that frightens me to death. I don't, why would I do that? I have people in my life because I want people in my life. I don't know what I do if I go off by myself. I mean, what do you do? You just sit in a room by yourself? And I said, no, no, there's constructiveness to being alone. It's fascinating. There's like a whole relationship there. And he goes, yeah, if you like yourself, I don't particularly like me. That's why I have other people around me to not have me think of me. It's like, oh, there was a light bulb moment. (laughs) So I don't know if you could resonate with my friend. However, let's dive into this a little bit more. I remember that whenever I was young, I loved being by myself. And maybe it's because, you know, with all due respect to my little brother, Robert, I love you. But more than not, he and I would get on each other's nerves. And I remember wanting to escape and and find alone time from the family, from the house, and definitely from my little brother. So I would go on walks. And truth be told, I'd have my little dog with me. So I probably wasn't 100% alone. And 
I really urge us to find alone time. So I'd love to share some stories of my own alone time, and hopefully this can give you some insights for you, right? Um, I remember the first time I went on a, an airplane by myself. I was 12 years old, and it was an intent that I had thought of. My aunt, Barbara, had had a new child, and they lived in Long Island, and I wanted to travel to go see her and my cousins and, and be there. And it was the summertime. It was May. We we're just getting out of school, and I bought my own plane ticket to make that happen. And I remember, you know, whenever you're in an airport, you're not technically alone. However, this young version of myself, I remember the adventure, the adventure of I'm doing a plane flight by myself. Now, plane flights in my family unit were not common. More than not, we would drive to wherever we were going on vacation because my dad didn't really like planes. And so this was probably, if I remember correctly, and, you know, it's a fuzzy memory. However, I do know this was one of maybe two plane flights in my entire young life that had ever been taken. And this one was by myself. And I was flying from Houston Intercontinental Airport, which is the big one, to LaGuardia Airport, which I'd never been to New York. So it was total adventure just on that. And yes, the anxiety in my system it wasn't anxiety that was debilitating. It was anxiety like wonder and aliveness and energy. And it grew me. It grew faith and confidence and a sense of self in that. So I remember that one quite vividly. Now, the alone time that I had as a child wanting to stay in my room and read books or do things like that or go on walks around the neighborhood or bike rides alone I can count those, but that isn't what I'm talking about here. I'm talking about some really poignant on purpose time alone for self-discovery. So those times started to come whenever I was past university, past university. I remember traveling for work now as a consultant and they would send you off, um, you know, for these assignments to do data gathering and work on systems and things of that nature. So one that happened is um, I, I got flown to Canada and in Canada, you know, going across the border, having um, the interrogation of what are you doing in our country? And I was 22. So I was young. And I remember having a whole city on the other end. Once you're in, you have a whole city and there was nighttime. You know, it's not like every moment I was with people. In fact, I, I wasn't with people outside of the work environment. And so what do you are, what would you choose to do with your time? And so I'm in a hotel room by myself, which who's done this, right? You get to the hotel room and I had anxiety in my young body and my young system. And I'm like, I'm just going to order room service. That's what I'm going to do. I'm going to order room service. I'm going to eat in my room. It's safe in my room because I didn't want to go have a meal out there in the world by myself in a whole new country. It's like, ah, oh. and it's kind of great because I can think of the person that I am now and look back on, on that 22 year old young me and go, oh, you're such a sweetheart. <laughs> but I did. I ordered room service. And it was, I think I was there for five days in Canada and had lots of invitations to go out with my cohorts, but I, I was so shy. I am an introvert, by the way. That's why I was saying introverts would probably unite on this topic today. Uh, um, and I decided I need to get courage. I, I knew there was something inside of me of a new experience that I wanted to 
give myself and did not know what it was going to be yet. I, I gave myself this one morning. I remember saying, if it's going to be uh, something you could do by yourself, you're going to leap at it. You're going to do it. And one of my, um, you know, friends that I worked with in Canada, the Canadian office, Jocelyn, she said that there was a new IMAX right across from my hotel. And I was like, oh, IMAX. This is back when IMAX was really new. And she said they were playing something like uh, whales. It was a big IMAX on whales. And I love the oceans. And so I'm like, I'm going to do this. I'm going to do this. And so that night after room service, <laughs> I went, um, and I went to IMAX by myself and it was such a, an adventure. It's kind of strange to even think of that as an adventure nowadays yet, but for the person that isn't okay being with themselves or finds anxiety in what other people's judgments would be if you're by yourself. That's what my mind was doing. My mind was doing flip-flops, acrobatics on what are other people thinking of me? And, you know, now at 52, I can tell you, I don't care, right? But 22, I totally cared. Some part of me cared. And then the times when I was able to go eat alone at a restaurant, right? Who can raise your hands? You remember these times, right? These times where you adventure out into life on your own, by yourself, for yourself, with yourself. Now, since that young version of myself, there's tons of times that I've been alone. I've even gone to European vacations by myself. I've traveled across, you know, oceans by myself, traveled by myself, a young female to go do that and experience life. And this builds you. The ability to do this absolutely builds you. It, it, it has you start believing in yourself. You're keeping yourself safe. Your mind goes to the place of, I can do this. I know me now. And then life itself gets a whole new sense of wonder and aliveness because you drop, at least my hope for you is that you drop the judgment of what you believe other people are thinking, because it's such a waste of energy. I can tell you it's such a waste of energy. Now we don't want to be alone to plan our escape, to go be alone because we can't stand who we're living with or can't stand our job or our business. Or This isn't an escape route. This is purposefully saying, I need time to get to know me. Now, let me give you some questions and exercises you can do to get to know you. Are you game? Would you love this? Okie dokie. So here's some that I use. I sit down with myself. You know, I really say get out of the hotel room. The funny thing is right now I'm recording this from a hotel room. <laughs> My beloved's at a chiropractic conference. I'm here getting some copy produced and um, making these sparks of wisdom for you and for us, right? And so get outside the hotel go to a park, go to, you know, some type of a, a place where it has new energy for you. doesn't feel like four walls. And here's the exercise, write in your journal and draw in your journal, three columns. So you're going to have three columns and make a header across the type top. And you're going to, on one column, you're going to have, I like, like, these are things I like. Then in the middle, I love right? And on the third column, it's what I want to improve. And all of these are about you. So what do you like about yourself? 
Column one, what do you like about yourself? That's what you're going to write down. Column two, what do you love about yourself? Notice I didn't start with love because some people go, ooh, that's a whole lot right there, Tina. Um, so I like, you can start with it. What do you like about yourself? You might graduate some of those things over to the I love this about myself column. And then the third column is, eh, you know, I'd really like to work on this. I'd really like to work on this part of me, right? Now, when you do this exercise, the first pass, you may have a longer list on the what you want to improve because don't we think about that all the time? I want you to have a longer list on the I likes and a pretty reasonable list on the I loves. It's going to take some time. It's going to take some effort. You can do it. I believe in you. I believe in you. And then on the I want to improve, pick three. And I'd love you to have an action plan about that. Not just berate yourself, not just say this is where I'm insufficient or not effective or weak or not good enough. Because yes, that could be a two-page list for some people. What I want you to do is pick three and get a game plan to improve them. This is about improvement. It's not what I hate about myself. It's what do you want to improve about yourself? We all have the list, every single one of us. So that's one exercise. I like, I love. I want to improve. The next is, how do you respect yourself? So a, a whole different exercise. How do you respect yourself? What do you respect yourself for? This is big. Could also be, what do you trust yourself for? Whenever we have self-trust and self-respect, we can feel self-love. When we do not have self-trust or self-respect, it is really hard to feel self-love. It'll more than likely be manufactured or an imagined source. It's not real, right? There are those questions that we can ask ourselves, like we can plan our future. We can get to the place where, well, in three years, this is going to happen. In five years, it's going to happen. In 10 years, it's going to happen. And I am a coach, so I understand the need for those things. However, <clears throat> Oftentimes, that does not leave you in a place where you feel like you want to be alone with yourself. It's almost like you're your own business manager trying to get a plan together so you perform and make the progress you're supposed to within a certain time frame. And that could leave you with a taste of, I don't know that I want to have these alone moments with myself. Now, if you're kind in it and you're courageous in it and you're loving through that, then go for it. However, if you're going to use that exercise to beat yourself up that you're not good enough and you haven't gotten there yet, I want you to leave that one at home. You don't need to take that one with you. There was a trip that I took, a road trip that I took across Texas, which is its own continent. And I remember I wanted to go to this retreat. And I did. I went to a retreat. It was a spiritual retreat up in the hills, mountains, whatever you want to call it, of Texas. And um, I got there. And my entire intent was to have more silence with myself than community. And there were probably maybe 100 people there at that retreat. And I, I purposely asked for the furthest away room on the property. And I asked for places where I could go for walks by myself. And I did. I did. I went for lots of walks by myself, sat under many trees. There were some hammocks that were there um, just to be alone with me and my thoughts. And honestly, God, 
Because when we're alone and still and not impacted by all the distractions of this life, there's magic in it. There's absolute magic. And I want this for you. I've experienced it so many times now. I want it for you too. The last exercise I want to leave you with, this one's fun, takes courage. They all do. Everything takes courage. Anything of meaning takes courage. This last one is called the body scan. <laughs> We're going to do a body scan exercise. Now, this isn't being that microscopic, judgmental version of yourself that goes, oh my God, my hands are aging. Oh my God, look at those wrinkles. This is not what it's about. It is to get familiar with who you are. You're in this thing called a body. I call it my temple. It's my temple. It's like my roadster. It's like my little sports car. It's who I am. It's what I'm in. And so I want to take care of this. You know, it's my vehicle. And sometimes we don't, right? Like I started off. It's like those, those things that we wish we could have. Well, you're in a body. Let's fall in love with it. Whatever shape your body's in, it really doesn't matter how it got there. It's here. It's your body. You have consciousness about it. So in the body scan exercise, you get to meet yourself. Hey, those are my toes. And that's my foot. Wiggle, wiggle, wiggle. And my ankles and my calves and my knees. And examine and become familiar with who you are. I've even had to become familiar with parts that you can't readily see. That requires mirrors, and it's okay. Do it by yourself. It's fun. <laughs> the reason why is we're the only person that's with us this entire lifetime. We're it. And oftentimes, whenever we put our expectancy and our want and our desires and our hopes and our dreams outside of ourselves, we give other people our power. They don't want it. Other people ultimately do not want our power. So we want to take that back. And the best way to take that back is to get to know who we are. What do you truly love? What do you want? Appreciate yourself. Find gratitude in yourself. Get to know yourself. And have fun with the journey. So here we are. Wherever you are, you've got time ahead of you. Plan a trip away, a time in the park, but something of substance where that entire intent is you go offline, off all of your social media, off all of your devices, and you say, I'm spending time with me to get to know me. I'm spending time with me to be alone with me because I rock. Get to know who you truly are. And only then would anybody else be able to get to know who you truly are. So today, we had a little spark of wisdom about being alone on purpose, the art of being alone, understanding who you are and why you are. I give you permission to have that alone time. Till next time, I'm Tina Marie, Tina Marie Saints here. You can find us at bonfirecoaching.com or at tinamarie.com. I wish you an amazing rest of your day. Thanks for listening. 
That was so energizing. I have takeaways that will help my life and I'm sure you do too. To get show notes, bonuses, gifts for you from our guests and more, head over to lightyourlifepodcast.com and be sure to bookmark this podcast as one of your favorites. I am Tina Marie St. Cyr, founder of Bonfire Coaching and creator of the Bonfire Method. Thank you so much for being connected. Now my homework for you, summon the courage to light your life a little more and go make progress on your dreams today.